0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Bold Sidebar Podcast. This is Jeff Horn. We're talking all things New Jersey Supreme Court. The court dropped another opinion on January 21, 2021, State v. Amrit Singh. Basic facts are the defendant robbed a convenience store, brandishing what was described as a machete, gets a couple thousand bucks, and takes off. The police pursue. They see the person they believe to be the perpetrator drop something, turns out to be the amount of money stolen from the convenience store and the knife. Police catch up with the defendant who's out of breath, who's wearing clothing and is about the height of the person described as the perpetrator of the robbery. And the gentleman says uh, to the police that he was just looking to score some drugs. So he throws kind of a uh, weird alibi out to the police. The basic facts of the case are not that interesting. The trial is the reason that the case is it to the New Jersey Supreme Court. In the trial, there was video surveillance, and the store clerk testified and narrated through the video surveillance tape. As well, a detective was called by the prosecution and gave his own narration. And this is where the case gets interesting in terms of the fact that you have a rare split in the Supreme Court on an interesting issue. Four to three, The decision was penned by Justice fernandez vina joined by Chief Justice Rabner, Justice Patterson, and Justice Solomon. Justice Levecchia pens a fairly spirited dissent, joined by Justice Albin and our newest justice, Justice Pierre-Louis. So here's the legal issues. First of all, you have New Jersey Rule of Evidence 701 which permits opinion testimony, lay opinion testimony, if it is based upon the perception of the witness and it is of assistance to the finder of fact. I believe 701 is all about somebody being drunk, i.e. me as a, as a lay opinion witness can testify that I observed the person was unstable on their feet. I smelled alcohol, the person had slurred speech, the person had a stain on the shirt from uh, spilling something, etc. Those are the perceptions that lead me to the thoughtful conclusion that the person is drunk and second part of 701, that it aids in the uh, fact finder. Well, someone being drunk might explain part of the behavior that the person, some of the conduct that the person demonstrated in front of the witness. Here, it's a police officer who had no firsthand knowledge and yet was permitted to both use the word defendant. I'll get back to that in a second. And to testify that the person's clothing, the defense clothing that was actually on the defendant when the defendant was detained was similar or the same clothing and so forth as was set forth on the surveillance tape, it seems almost like redundant evidence. Certainly the officer or the detective could have testified as to what the defendant was wearing when he was apprehended, and then the prosecutor could have... Wrap that in a nice bow by comparing the surveillance tape, the convenience store witness testimony, and the actual items of um, clothing and sneakers and so forth that the defendant was wearing at the time that he was arrested. So back to the idea of this using the word defendant. The court has repeatedly stated that police testimony should not utilize the word defendant and shouldn't be conclusory. Rather, the police should utilize neutral words like person, suspect, perpetrator, things like that. The court in here says essentially it was only used twice and there was no objection by defendant's counsel. The dissent essentially says, hold on. We've been giving these warnings to the state and to the police through decision after decision and we've got to put our foot down and send this one back for a new trial with testimony that does not include lay opinion testimony and does not include what amount to be stray comments about the person standing on trial as the defendant. I believe, well, let's just go to my two cents. My two cents is There was really low prejudice by use of the word defendant twice out of the detective's mouth. And frankly, the rest of the facts piled up so high that the detective's duplicative testimony probably did not win the day for the state that the whole continuum of events kind of speaks for itself. That the video of the defendant and then the ultimate clothing he was wearing and what he looked like and his height and so forth was a perfect match. And they found the money and the knife where the defendant had been standing and when he was eluding the police. And I should have mentioned this, the defendant resisted arrest. So put it all together. And I believe that at least in the gut of the majority here is that this guy was being convicted. This is a pretty simple case and it ought not be thrown out because of technical rules. The dissent, uh, again, looking to essentially say, we've got to put our foot down somewhere on these rules and suggestions that we're making in these opinions, and this ought to be the case. But uh, for Mr. Singh, not the case. His conviction is upheld. I appreciate, frankly, everyone listening. It's kind of fun. Maybe this is nerdy fun when there is a, uh, a split and a spirited descent. You don't, as I say, you don't see it that much. Our court seems to be highly congenial and has been over the decades. But uh, it's nice to know that our justices don't agree on everything. We wouldn't need seven of them if they're going to agree on everything. So it's good to see a spirited dissent. And my guess is if you have another case come up with borderline police opinion testimony that the court would clamp down and refer back to all of its other precedents and uh, really play an active role in managing police activity all the way through the trial and the techniques that the prosecutor can utilize in in having the police serve as their witnesses, but trying to sneak in a little bit of uh, opinion testimony. Let's face it, people tend to believe the police, when they testify to something, comes across in a in an authoritative way and you wonder if the state wasn't just trying to utilize a little belt and suspenders technique by having both the convenience store witness and the police officer walk through the same testimony twice. So there you have it, State v. Amrit Singh. Thank you very much. If you like this, please get in touch with me. Let me know. I'd be happy to talk about what you want to talk about relating to the New Jersey Supreme Court. If you like this, Give us a nice rating on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. It means so much to the uh, ratings. The ratings mean so much to Apple. That's how they determine which podcasts pop up. Thanks so much. It's Jeff Horn signing off. Have a good one.